The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Nedarim Daf Samech Aleph. Today's Daf is being studied. Le'elun Shmat for Zekeni Rabbi Yosef Ben Sara, Rabbi Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied for Ashlema, Shlomo Ben Miriam. Rachel bat Sarah, Rachel bat Sarah. Enna refana lahim, enna refana lahim, enna refana fata nefshu fata guf, fuatam kerubad abo. Vechen yirasum v'romar amen. We begin today's daf on Samech Aleph Amud Rishon, and we are two, three, four, five lines from the top. Ibaya lehu. Question was asked in the Bet Midrash. Amar, a fellow said, Yain she'ani to'em yovel. Person said, I'm not going to drink wine for yovel. And we know yovel is usually a 50-year cycle. Let's just review. You have uh, seven years of Shemitah, seven Shemitot, bring you to the 49th year. The 50th year is called the year of yovel. Incidentally, the year of yovel has a law of Shemitah as well. It's forbidden to plow and do all uh, work in the field. So basically you have two years in a row of Shemitah. So a person said, uh, let's say I'm not going to drink wine for the Yovel. Actually, the Ran points out that he didn't say the word Yovel, because that would put us in the same dilemma as we had in the last piece, where a person says Yom. Gemara was Mesupak, what does Yom mean? Is it Hayom or Yom Zeh? So he says, the fellow said over here in his nedir that I'm not going to drink wine for this round of Yovel. So what's the question? My, what is the deen regarding the 50th year? What's the she'ela? Shenat hamishim kelifne hamishim. Is the 50th year considered before 50? Or hamishim? Or is it considered... After 50. Which means there's a great machlok as we're going to see, and we've learned this, that she'ela is when the 50th year is Yovel. There's no argument on that. It's 50th year is Yovel. The she'ela is, is it also the first year of the next cycle? Meaning, is the next Shemitah in year 56, or is it in year 57? Meaning, is the, Shemitah, is the Yovel Yovel alone? And then the next year, which we'll call year 51, starts the, the next round of uh, Shemitah. Now, how would that affect our question? So the Ran speaks out. Look at the Ran. First point. Not that he said the word Yovel. We, didn't, we, we asked this question above already. We didn't answer it. Mm-hmm. Which means when you're saying the word Yovel, it's the same law as we said above. Therefore, we have the same suffix. That's the main point. The guy said, this round of Yovel, this Yovel, I'm not drinking wine. Because then the Gemara not, was not precise. The here is Is the 50th year like before 50? It's got nothing to do with the next Yovel. It's all the Hezbon for the 
previous Yovel, She'en osin shemita at 57. You don't make Yovel until 57, which means 50 is not considered the first year of Shemitah. Helkach, no der dekai be'emsa Yovel. Let's say the guy is at the year 36 of the Yovel cycle. Ve'amar Yovel zem mitzar ba'ap, then it'll be asur, because 50 is considered to the previous Yovel, to the Yovel that he's in now. Okelachar 50. Or do you say no? Maybe 50 already is the beginning of the next Yovel cycle. She'otash shana olel lechazmon shemitash shalachar 50. Venoder mutar ba she'en shal 50 mechlal Yovel she'avar. He said, I'm oscillating myself in this cycle of Yovel. Once you get to year 50, if 50 starts the next round, if 50 is year 1, that's already counted as the next cycle. So therefore, that's the she'elah. How do you consider it? Nafkamina is year 50, mutar asu now. For sure, year 36, 37, 38, 39. We're not discussing those years. We're discussing specifically year 50 because it's a swing. It could either be counted as part of the Yovel that he's in now, or does it start the next one? So, which we start the count towards the next one. So the Gabbara says, I'll bring you a proof. It's actually between the Yudah and the Rabbis. It says in the Pasuk, Betin has to sanctify the 50th year. So it doesn't just happen by itself. Betin sanctifies it. So the Gabbara is medayek. Shenat hamishim atamone. You count fifty years. Vi atamone shenat hamishim kama veachat. You don't count the fifty year as two calculations. It's not year fifty and year one. It's year fifty. So therefore, fifty is fifty, and then the next year starts again year one. So therefore you see that the Shnat Hamishim is part of the Yovel She'avar, right? The past one. Again, the Medayeki from the fact that the Pasuk says you have to sanctify Shnat Hamishim, not Hamishim Ve'achat. Now don't make a mistake. When it says Hamishim, that doesn't mean 51. It means 50 and year one. And year one of the next. You don't do that. It's just Shnat Hamishim. Mikan Amu, from here the rabbis learned, Yovel Eno Ole Leminyan Shavuah. So here they learned that the Yovel is not Ole for the Minyan of the Shemitah. Yovel is the year 50, it's the end of that cycle, and you start again year 51, which means the next Shemitah is going to be in year 57. The Biudah Omer, the says no. Yovel Ole le Minyan Shavua. You do count Yovel. Yovel is actually year 1. That means the next Yovel is in year 50, next Shemitah is in year 56. Amru lo, the Rabbi Yudah. So what are you talking about? Rabbi Yudah, how could that be? Torah says, six years you work, seventh year, Shemitah. According to your calculation, it's not six years. Why? Because in the year 50, you're not, we don't work. Because I told you, the year 50 has a deen of Shemitah. So therefore, how many years you're technically working? You're working five years before the next Shemitah. But the Pasuk says, Shesh Shanim. Ya'avod, according to the other, Shesh Shalim Tezah Sadecha, according to the other Shita, makes good. Because what, 50 is not considered part of the Shemitah. So you have six years of work, yes. so like youth year one, and then the seventh year, the Shemitah. But according <coughs> to you, that 50 is year one, how are you going to learn the Pasuk, Shesh Shalim Tezah Sadecha, doesn't work. So Amar Lehem, so the Biudah challenges back, and says, Ledivrechem, 
according to you. Forget about the question you just asked on me. According to you that want to say that year 50 is not considered the, the first year of the Shemitah. You're also stuck. Why? Torah says that in the Shemitah year, God is going to provide, actually before the Shemitah year, three years of crop. Because you're going to need, for the year that you're in, let's say the sixth year, you're going to need for the seventh year, because that's the year you're not working. Then you're going to need for the eighth year, because until you start up the uh, field, you're not going to have any... uh, So God's going to give you three. Wait, according to you, it's not three. You really need four. Why? Because according to the Shittab, the Hachamim, right, we're saying that the 50th is not part of the... The calculation. The 50th is the, the first year of the Shemitah cycle starts when? 51. On the 1. So let's calculate. You're going to need for year 48. You're going to need for year 49. You're going to need for year 50. And you're going to need for year 1 for the startup. Again, 48 you need because you need for 48. 49 is a Yovel. So therefore, the 49 Shemitah. 49 Shemitah. You're not working that year, so you need for that year. 50 also has a deal of Shemitah because it's Yovel, so you need for that year as well. Plus now year one for the new cycle, you didn't do anything yet. So you need you need to the end of the one. So therefore, think, before you ask your questions on me, how are you going to learn the Pasuk? Ela, you know how you're going to answer? I'll tell you how you're going to answer. Ela, you know how you're going to answer? Ikal de ukmak bishar you learn that Pasuk in the other cycles of Shemitah, right. not, not the, the Yovel cycle. cycle. Which means... The three years apply in a regular, in, in year, uh, the first one, right? So you'll have one, two, three, four, five. It's year six. Six you need, seven you're going to need, and eight you're going to need. The only time it's four years is when you get to the Yovel uh, item. But don't learn that Pasuk in the Yovel uh, cycle. Learn it in the regular Shemitah cycle. So therefore, once you have to answer that already, Dilina me. Me also, the question you asked me was, uh, it's not six years' work, it's only five years' work. I'll tell you, when it says six years' work, it's in the other cycles. It's oh, not the cycle of the, of the Yovel. Didina meh. Just like you had to come on to that Sivara when it came to the deen of the three years not of getting Parnasa, so do all, you had to come on and say, what? But that three years, not talking about the, 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 the seven year where it has the Yovel in it, because that's really a four year uh, item. Right. Okay, so just like you learned, Sha'ar, Shanish, Shavuah, so to, uh, no, let's question me when it says, Sheshanim, Tazal, Sadek, I mean, to the Sha'ar, Shanish, Shavuah, so we have no, uh, no question. Comes the Gemara and continues. Gemara says, Ad Pesach Asur. Okay, now we have a very, very important machlok we had in our Mishnah. person said uh, in the Mishnah that he's not going to drink wine, let's say. Ad lifne Pesach. Right? Until before Pesach. So the Bimi'ir said, Asur achiyagiyah. Simple, though, that's the way you would understand it as well. Lifne Pesach, before Pesach. That means up until Pesach, a person cannot drink wine. And the Bimi'ir said, no. Asur achiyetzeh. He said, what's the pshat? How can that be when you said, Pesach? It means until Pesach finishes. So he explained it that he means to say, It means until the, the time of the last moment of the last day of Pesach. Lifne, the last moment of the last day. Now, 
even though that's not uh, uh, necessarily what he meant, but since it's a vague lashon, so according to the Yosef, when a person makes, let's say, a language that is safek, all options are on the table. So therefore, you got to be mahmir, not only before, but until even after, where it seems to be me saying that. When a person says a vague lashon, he doesn't mean to put himself in all the quandaries. He picks the most normal one, which is lifneh, which means before Pesach. And really, this is a great machlokan in general. When a person makes a statement that can go either way, so the bimi is going to hold what? A person doesn't put himself in sefik. So then when he said lifneh, he meant before. He meant one of them. The bimi says, no, a person makes a statement, and it's a vague statement. He throws himself in sefik, and it's going to include all options. So the Gemara says, Lememra, you mean to tell me, it holds a person does not, like I said, throw himself into Tzavik. And the Yosef is going to hold, yeah, a person does throw himself into Tzavik. Which means when he says a vague language, he means to include all, all options. What are you talking about? Urmini, we have a question from a second Kedushim. Guys, two wives. From each wife, he has two daughters. Let's say, from wife number one, he has an older daughter and a younger daughter. From wife number two, he also has an older daughter and a younger daughter. But the wives, the daughters of number one, are older than the daughters of number two. Okay, so again, he has two wives, two daughters from each wife, and the daughters of uh, older and younger, and the daughters of wife A are older than the daughters of wife B. Now, what does he say? The Amar, a guy comes along and says, Kidashti it biti ha He says, I was mekadesh my bat that's a gedola. yodeya, but I don't know, im Is it the oldest out of all four? Im or is the gedola of the second set? Right. Or is it the younger one of set A? That she's older than even the oldest one of set B. So the gedola technically can include three out of the four. Again, you have four girls here. Gedola could be... There's, there's four girls here. You have two and two. Gedola could mean the oldest of the four. Gedola could mean the oldest of the second set. And Gedola could also mean the younger of the first set that's older than both girls of the second set. The only one it cannot mean is the, the Ketana of the, of the second the set. Because she's not a Gedola in capacity to nothing. So it says, All the wives, all those girls now are considered Asurot. They can't get married now because they have a They can't get get. Kudan Asurot. Why? Stop right there. What do you see the Bimir saying? When a person says a vague language, you have to put him in the safik, and definitely have to be makmir on all scenarios. Of course, except for the girl four, because she's not a gedolah in any respect. He says all the girls are mutarot, except for the oldest. So you see reverse semarot. Here you see in Masech and Kedushin, that Adraba, the Biyosei, says when a person says a vague language, you put him on with, with the most common language. The most common thing, when a guy says Gedola, it's Gedola, it's Gedola. And therefore the other three girls are Mutarot. Whereas the Bimir comes over and says, no, you said a vague language. But three out of the four are Asurot. What do you mean? We said the Gemara over here, opposite. 
Over here, the Bibi is the one that said, when a guy said language, Lifne Pesach, it means before Pesach. We're not going to say, well, it can mean before, it can mean after. So you say he meant what he meant. So therefore, we have a, a mahlokit between Masichet Nedarim and Masichet Kedushin. The Chaurad she taught are, are reversed, they're contradictory. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rabbi Hanina Bar Avdimi Amar Rab Muhlefet Hashita. Which means you're going to have to switch the Shitot around. Now, here or there. So open up the Ran. Look at the Ran. Muhlefet Hashita. That's on the Amud Rishon, the Ran. Go back to Samach Aleph Amud Rishon. Three lines of the Ran. Muhlefet Hashita. Kan Hihlifu. Shitatan. Wow. Which means change it over here. Which means really the Masechet Kiddushin is, correct. is the correct one. Over here, the Shitot were reversed. And how, well, how does he know that? Well, how do you know to reverse over here? So go back to the Gemara for a second. Because the Gemara brings a bright out of support. It's not a question. Hatanya is a proof. We have a rule. Let's say... You have a situation that has a set time to it. For example, the holidays have a set time. They have a set time when they start. They have a set time when they end. That's called a situation that is mano kavua. The amar adlifne, and the guy said adlifne, which is adlifne pesach. For example, I'm not going to drink wine. It be miiru mir adchi So you see, we're really going like masekat kedushim. We're putting the switch. On over here, because the Bimir says, Achi yitzit till the holiday ends. The Bimir says, No, until it reaches. So you see from this Braita that really the Masikat Kiddushin is the Ikar text, and you have to switch around the Shitot in Masikat Nidarim. Now look at the Ran. Go back to where we were. That's a good question. Which means, I accept that we're changing the Shitot. So it comes out in the Bimir is the one that says you put yourself in the safek, and therefore you have to be mahmir. And it be your sins, the shita saying you just have to go until Pesach. You don't put yourself in the safek. Mukhlefet the shita. So that question is, who's the halakha like? So he says, well, nyan halakha, kevan de mafkhina na, since we're switching it, ve kaima adan de rabi meir ve rabi yoseh, halakha ke rabi yoseh, we know, amakhlo ke rabi meir ve rabi yoseh, halakha ke rabi yoseh. So what would that mean then? That if a guy says, I'm making a ned and no wine, ad lefne Pesach, it means until Pesach. Only until it reaches. Even if you open up a kedushin, which means open up a second kedushin brings the same question. On this case of gedolah, it brings the question from a second edarim. Oh, the Gemara says, no, don't change anything. Keep all the shitot itself. Which means the Gabarat Kedushin answers like this. That which you asked me from a second in that has got nothing to do with does a person put himself in Safik. You know what the Mahluk of a second in that is? What's the language? Doesn't it all go with language? Which means I could tell you that really Masikat Kedushin, there we have a Mahloket between the Bimi'ir and the Biyoseh. Does a person put himself in Sefeq or not? Like the like it said in 
Look, it said over there in Masichet Kedushin. Oh, we have to stira from Masichet Nedarim. No, it's not a stira. Because in Masichet Nedarim, the issue over there is, what does the word Mipne or Pene Pesach mean? One rabbi says Pene means before. One rabbi says Pene means Ademit Pene until it, until it passes. So therefore, nothing to do with the Malok. And then when Nafka Mena is going to come out, Ufuma Isugya Matnitin Kedekaima Kaima. According to that, our Mishnah, don't switch anything. Keep the Mishnah as is. And if you're going to keep the Mishnah as is, that means Rabbi Yosei is the Halakha. And Rabbi Yosei says what? Until Pesach ends. Adef, including Pesach. So therefore, Rabbi Yosei says, Also, if you're going to learn like Masechet Kiddushin's conclusion, you're going to still post like Rabbi Yosei, but it's going to come out, Pesach. So the Ran says, no. Afidu that I give us a very important cloud in learning. The analyst, the analysis of this subject is an analysis of Masikit Nidarim. We're discussing Nidarim subject over here. So we're discussing the contradiction of Nidarim to Kiddushin. Now when you're going to analyze Nidarim subjects, we give the courtesy to Masichet Nidarim in its analysis on Nidarim subject. Masche'enken, in Kiddushin, you're also analyzing this. Well, you came up with a different conclusion. But that's, you, you, we're not discussing Kiddushin over there. You're discussing Nidarim and Kiddushin? We're not necessarily bound to the conclusion. Therefore, always go that's what the subject is, and then go to that Masichet, because that, that's, that, that's Masichet Nidarim. They're going to give you Nikon. So therefore, since an hour Masichet, they can conclude it. That really you have to make an ipuch. And if we have to make it a biyoseh that says it's only until Pesach. Because he's the shita that says you don't put yourself in sefek. And they are dependent on each other, these two sugiot. Therefore, like I'll be like the biyoseh, that you go up until Pesach. But then, whoever he says, and furthermore, okay, also we have a b'raita to support that. Which is the b'raita we were at the end of our Gemara, also proves that. Yes. That a Biyoseh holds when a person makes a neder adif ne pesa, it means until before pesa. So you have a bright also to support the subject. And that's the opinion of Haram Bam that says we post it that what? It's the fne pesa. However, he was posted like Masikat Kiddushin. Don't switch a rule. The Rabbi Yosei Amar Be'ad Pene Asur Adchi Yosef Vedaktinan Kevata. Which means, don't put the switch on the Yosei. Like, put the Yosei like he is. That I left their Pesach means until the end of Pesach. And we posted like, him so have a fantastic Malachim between Harambam and the Ramban. Nobody argues that you posted like Rabbi Yosei. The Malachim between the Rishonim is Rabbi Yosei with the Ipuch. Or if you say without the ipuch, that's depending on if you go with Masechet Nedarim's conclusion, or if you go with Masechet Kedushin's conclusion. Comes the next Mishnah. A person makes a neder. Okay? Ada Katsir. I'm not going to drink wine. Ada Katsir. Katsir is the reaping of grain. That's when you cut the grain. Ada Batsir. That grapes? Exactly. Batsir is the reaping of grapes. Ad hamasik. Masik is the reaping of olives. Different shonot with different items. 
I'm not drinking until the, the reaping of the grain, the reaping of the uh, grapes, the reaping of the olives. Eno asur, Okay, very good. So he's not asur until he, until he reaches it. Because that, that was the shon. Ad. Ad means until. And we always say ad means ad velo ad bichlal. Which means ad until means until and not including. That's the normal way people talk. Until means until but not including. Zeaklal. Now the Mishnah gives a very important rule. Zeaklal. Kol shizmano kavua. Any item that has a set time. What does a set time mean? Has a beginning and has a definite end. You know exactly when it ends? Ve'amar ad shiyagiyah. And you said ad shiyagiyah. Asur ad shiyagiyah. So this is asur until the time, the time itself. Amar ad shiyeheh. But if you said until it happens, asur ad shiyeheh. Then it's asur until after it till it is. Which means the guy says ad shiyeheh pesach. Ad shiyeheh pesach means till pesach happens. And therefore, asur till the end. Ve'chol she'en zmano kavua. And... Kol she'en zmano kavua, when the zman is not kavua, what's the zman that's not kavua? For example, the cases of Al-Mishnah, the reaping. Reaping, it might, let's say everybody might start together, but everybody ends, you know, according to their own schedule. Some, some guys take it longer, some guys do less, so therefore it doesn't have really a definite ending, so when a guy has, makes a nedir on something that's not zmano kavua, ben amar ad she'ehe, Ben Amar Asur Then it's only Asur until when it starts. Because, like we said, since it has no conclusive ending, so what do you say? means what? Till it ends? When does it end? It doesn't have a set time. So therefore, it always means until it starts. Yes. Comes the Mishnah and concludes, Ad Okay, what is Kayetz? Kayetz in modern Hebrew means summer. But it doesn't mean over here summer. Kites over here means the fig harvests. Because they used to harvest it with their uh, hands, the Ran explains. Look at the Ran. Ada Kites. Ran is right in the Mishnah. Ada Kites. Ad shiyehe ha Kites. Ad shiyatchilu ha'am lechnis bekalkalot. So again, when a guy says Ada Kites, that means until the fig harvest. Or he says Ad shiyehe ha Kites, until the Kites happens. He means until the uh, the farmers start putting the figs in the baskets. However, if he says, if he says until it passes, passes, until they put away the knives. The knives. What's the knives? The knives, now they, they didn't use the knives according to the knot to actually cut the the figs. They would cut the figs with their hands. That's why it says kayets, because kayets is like kotsets. Kotsets would pluck them with, the, with their hands. That's why it's called the kayets. The knife was used, after they would pluck them, they would take them and they would make like a cake of figs from them. So they would cut them in order to put them uh, together. So it says, when a person says, Adshi avor, until it passes, passes means, not only stop, you pass picking them. Pass picking them, processing them, until you put away the knives. Until the process is done. Let's read that in the Ran. Matnitin. Adakayitz. Adchiyehakayitz. Whether he says, until the kayitz. So adchiyehakayitz. Adchiyatchiluaam. Lachnis. Bekalkalot. It means until the people collect the things with their baskets. Kayitz. Zman de kitat perot teinim. Vekari de kayitz lefish kotsitsin otambiyad. Kotsits. And they cut it. 
reflect with the hand. Veketai the kevan damar adakayitz who adchiye adchiye tchilu aam nechnitz velo yoter fish ends when I'm kavua. Since I told you there's no set time when it ends, so whenever there's an item that's not a set time in the ending, it always goes on the beginning. Adchiye kpilu am kutsaot. But if the guy says I'm making a neder not to drink wine until it passes, the season passes. Asakinim told the farmer puts away his knives. Knives of what? Shem yuchadim. They designated to cut the figs. When they make the yeah, yeah, they press them together, the cake, like, uh, right? The round cake. Yeah. So Okay, and he brings uh-huh. It's really because saw is nice, but the Egunim also could be Kutsaot, I'll shame the knife that's used to process them. Okay, comes the Gemara and says, Tana, we have a blight. Kalkala she'amru, this Kalkala that we said in the Mishnah, Kalkala she'l-te'inim. It means a basket that they collect the figs with. Velo Kalkala she'l-anavim. But not a Kalkala of grapes. What does the Ran say? Look at the Ram. Kalkalat shotinim shelefishen niksatsut biyad likitatan kiruya kayets velo kalkalat shel anavim mishum delom mekatsetsan biyada ela al yedes sakin vehi hatikha mikriya. Which means when the Mishnah said over here ada kayets, know that we're talking about things. And therefore, when it says until they fill it in the basket, we know it's a basket of things. Well, how do you know it didn't say anything about things in the Mishnah? Kayets gives it away. Because once it says kayets, kayets is what you pull with your hands. If it was talking about grapes, and the basket was talking about a basket of grapes, it would have used a different lesson. It would have said, hatikha. Because hatikha, you cut, you cut the grapes with, with a knife. So therefore, the Ran is just giving you the anyan, that when it says in the Mishnah, kayets and kalkala, it's figs. Because kayets means you're plucking with your hands, ketsitsan, the kalkala is the kalkala that you put the figs in. Comes the Gavara and says, Tanya, we have a bright Hanoder me perot kayets. A guy makes a neder against perot kayets. What do we say perot kayets are? Well, we understood it. It's figs, right? En asur ela b'teinim. That's it. Kayets is teinim. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, anavim bechlal teinim. Anavim is included. Grapes are included, which includes the grape season as well. How could that be? I thought you told me uh, you pluck it with your hands. Grapes you pluck with your uh, knife. What's the reason of Tanakama? Very simple. One to use your hands, one you don't use your hands. One to use your hands, one you don't use your hands. So Kais means the one to use your hands. It's a fix. When the orchids, when the... Um, Stem the stem of the grape dries up, so then they also pull them off. Yeah, because you they pull. Hand. That's right. It's easy to pull off. When they so wet, therefore, the Gemara is saying that when a guy says kayets, he also means the grapes also, because grapes are called kayets. Gemara continues. Three lines from the bottom. So if the guy says, I'm not drinking wine until it passes, so we say it means until he puts the the knives away, which means they're not at the end of the season in totality. Which means not only they collected them, they put them in the uh, 
the baskets, they harvested them, did everything, and they made the the egudim, the cakes. And if they made the cakes, they took the uh, knives themselves and they put them away. Again, it says achi avora kayets, right? Achi avora kayets means until the kayets passes. Not kayets means the the harvest of the figs. Now I want to explain to you the Harambam and the Perusha Mishnah gives a different interpretation of what Mikutsa'ot means. We learned it means the knife. They put away the knives after they process them, they make the cakes out of them, they put the knives away. Good. I mean, that's the end of the season completely. Right. Rambam learns the Mikutsa'ot are mats. They used to dry right. Which means after they would pluck them, they put them out and all that. So what happens? They would cover them up, dry them out. Once they all dried out and everything's done, they would take the mats and put them away. Now that would make sense according to the language of the Yikpilu means like they fold them up. They fold them up the mats and, and they put them away. According to uh, our uh, understanding, the girsa would be Yikpilu. Yikpilu can mean that they would double. Because how would they put away the knives? You put the knives on top of each other. So therefore you're stacking them. So Yikpilu would mean that. But also you can explain Yikpilu with a cough, not that you fold them, because you can't fold knives, but you store them. When a person folds his clothes, what does he do? He folds them and he stores them. So it's also a sort of kippud. But the point is, either it's mats, like harambam, or it's the knives. So it comes to Gemara and says, Tana, ad shiyachpilu rovam kutsot. Oh, now Gemara makes a point here. It goes with rov. You don't have to wait till the last guy in the world puts his knives away. Ela what? You go quote the majority, which means by this date, the majority of the people already put their knives away and they finish the entire process. Tana, hukpelu rovam kutsot mutarot. Now, not only is it mutar legabe the guy's nedev, but mutarot mishum gezel ufturot mina maasrot. Once a guy puts his knife away, there's no more gezel on these things. Which is, you can go into the guy's field now and take them. Why? Because he made them hifkir by that time. Whatever he didn't take by that time in his field, and already he made the cakes, and he put the knife away, so now you can go into the field and assume that the guy made it, hifkir. Not only that, but whatever you're going to take is patut for ma'asir. Exactly, because ma'asir is only hayav on somebody that owns the goods. But on ownerless stuff, no, 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 Dean. Look at the top run. Mutarot mishum gezel, shemityashim him, you see the, 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 the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, when does the Levi get Ma'asir? The Levi will come, because he doesn't have a Helek, which is in these fruits over here, does the Levi own and regular fruit? No. no. So on fruits that he has no Helek in, you got to give him Ma'asir. But in fruits that he has a halik in, Eno ma'asir. And which fruits that he has a halik in? Hefker. He's equal to everybody else. So therefore, patur mina ma'asir. So now the Gemara tells a story. Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef, Bar, Rav Yehuda, Ikle'u lahu atra. They got to a certain place, the rabbis. Bizman chukpilu, rov amkutsot. At the time when the season was finished, everybody, the majority of people put away their knives. Rabbi, hava ka'akhil. So Rabbi went into the field. He took the uh, figs. He knows the halakha. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, lo akhir. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda did not eat. Ata marihon. So the owner of the field came out to the rabbis. He's a bee eating. The rabbi is not eating. Rabbi Yosef. Amar lehu, he tells them, Amai lo akhli rabbanan. Hey, rabbis, how come you're not eating? Hukpilu rov 
I'm kutsaotu. Most of the people put their knives away. What's the problem? Meaning he, he told them, no problem, eat. Still, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi did not eat. Even after the testimony of the owner. Kasabar mishum seniyut miltahu de ka'amar hadin gavra. He says, you know the reason why he said it? He said it because he was embarrassed from the rabbi eating. Exactly. When the, when the owner came out, he saw the rabbi eating, the other rabbi was eating. No, no, eat, don't worry. I, I made it fkeh, uh, which means uh, with the majority of the... And he wasn't being uh, genuine. Confident. But he wasn't genuine. Look at the, look at the rosh. Perusha rosh. Mishum seniyut miltah. Davar sanui vignai hayalo imlo yomar lem shiyuchlenu. Therefore, Rabbi Yosef said the guy, he doesn't mean it. Therefore, when he's saying, no, don't worry, you can have it, enjoy it, he feels uh, uh, obligated. Another interpretation is, saniyut means he was sarcastic. He wasn't uh, being nice to the rabbis. He came down to the rabbis, he told them, what, are you eating? What, do, do, we, do, we put the, do we put the knives away that you got your rabbis are eating already? So therefore, he was really saying that, ah, I'm, not, I'm not done yet. Oh, so now the question is, so the Rabbi Yosef didn't eat. The Rabbi ate. What's going on over here? So really, this is based on a machloket that we have throughout Shas. Mm-hmm. Rabbi holds, when it comes to monetary situation, so I don't care if a guy's coming along and saying they're not finished. Since the Rav, the people... Are, are, are finished. So therefore, it was fair to assume that what? That uh, you can eat from the field, you have no problem. Where according to the BOC, he said, no, I don't go with Torah. I have to go with, with major, not majority, I have to go with everybody. And therefore, even if there's a mi'ut, that still did not put their knives away. So therefore, he had a problem. So when the bee went out to the field, he was relying on Rov. He was allowed to rely on Rov. I don't have to worry about a mi'ut uh, that comes in. The, when the guy came in and came along and gave his uh, statement over there, even though it's still. But over the people, so it was a question what he meant. He didn't trust him, the Rabbi Yosef. Mm-hmm. He said, no, this guy over here, either he's being sarcastic with us, or he's being yeah, embarrassed. Yeah. The Rabbi said, no. Bottom line, he's saying, he put away the Mikutsa'ot, and Lov put away the Mikutsa'ot, therefore allowed to eat. So that was the Mahalot in the B and the Rabbi Yosef. One more piece on the Ran over here. The Yerushalmi quotes as a question. Kava zman beno. That's a guy set the time for his son's wedding. He made it a date. I'm not going to drink wine until my son's wedding. Fine. Do we say that? Well, he set a date. So since he set a date, we know when the, it's going to start, when it's going to end. Therefore, the law is it goes until the wedding. Or, or since, since he can delay the wedding, it's not like, not like Pesach where you can delay it. It's a, he makes the date. Right. So therefore, uh-huh. And therefore, maybe it's not going to go until only the Enzmanokavu, uh, we said, goes until the beginning. Which is, if it's Manokavu, we said it goes to the end. And therefore, he's not going to be able to drink at the wedding. If you say it's Enzmanokavu, it goes to the beginning. Therefore, he'll be able to drink at the wedding. Therefore, we have to go the Humrah. Again, we gave a rule in our Mishnah. We said, Enzmanokavu. So he says, It means until the end. Ah, that's uh, that depends how you look at Mishteh Beni. If you look at it in Zmanokavua, why is it not Zmanokavua? He told you the date is March 25th. Yeah, but he could change it. 
So since you can say it's not Zman Kumo, therefore it goes in until the, uh-huh. not including, but if you say it's Zman Kumo because he gave the time, therefore it nice. goes until nice. after. Nice.